hello everyone good morning once again so i come to you all the way from the throne room of god to present to you this morning's kingdom message i hope we are all doing very well by grace and i pray that the word of god will speed ahead and that it will be honored wherever it goes in jesus mighty name um, so yesterday we learned that when we read his word without the assistance or guidance of the holy spirit we become just as any secular scholar of the bible uh, or the bible seems as static as a textbook but when the spirit of knowledge is with us he reveals to us truths and explains the mysteries in the bible making the bible come alive um, in this slide, I recommend that anytime you are about to read, please pray Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to verse 18. So let that be your sincere prayer every time you are about to read any scripture at all at any particular time. Remember Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to verse 18. Okay, it's worked for me, so I know it would do same for you okay all right and um, let's move on to today's message um, so um i made this observation i don't know about you but um i don't know if you realize this um, many genuine prophets preach on holiness a lot whatever their message or the message they preach about they will find an avenue somehow to bring in the topic of holiness well, that's because in their ministry of operating in the knowledge of God, they have gotten to know God as he is. In his revelation about others to them, the key note is that he is holy, so his children must be holy as well. God revealed to Jonah that the son of God revealed to Jonah that the sons of Nineveh had risen up to him, so he should go and proclaim his message to them. The core mandate of God's genuine prophets is to expose the impurity in a man's life in order to bring that man's heart back to God and God's heart to the man. And that was what Prophet John the Baptist came to do, to cry for repentance. The knowledge of God, just like all his other spirit foods, aspires to bring us closer to him. Okay, This spirit of knowledge of God helps us to know things um, though we have not been taught by any man. Um, Paul said in Acts 20 verse 22 that, um, And now I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't, I don't know what awaits me except what the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead of me. The Spirit of Knowledge was telling Paul that jail and suffering await me spirit after city after city. Also, some believers got to know about Paul's impending suffering in Jerusalem by the power of the spirit of knowledge in Acts chapter 21 verse 4. Several days after that, Agabus, a prophet from Judea, came over in Acts 21:11, took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands with it. Then he said, the Holy Spirit declares, so shall the owner of this belt be bound by the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem and turned over to the Gentiles. We will realize that not only the prophet saw Paul's future, but believers as well. This means any believer can foretell God's future irrespective of the fact that they are not prophets or pastors. 
according to Acts 19.6, all they need, they need is that. Then when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. Jesus also operated in this gift, having the Spirit. In Matthew 26, 38 and 45 to 47, he told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. The knowledge of God notifies you of impending danger, impending sickness, impending motor accidents, impending thefts and burglary, impending deaths, and so forth. Jesus had a knowing in his spirit that something dreadful was about to happen to him. He went on to pray but came back to his disciples to find them asleep. Then he came to the disciples and said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. And even as Jesus said this, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived with a crowd of men armed with swords and clubs. Even as Jesus said it, the traitor appeared with the crowd who were to deal with him horribly to fulfill the knowing and feeling of a crushed soul which he had before. In Matthew 26 verse 2, Jesus was talking to his disciples. As you know, Passover begins in two days and the Son of Man would be handed over to be crucified. As he was saying this, it was the exact time that the leading priests and elders were meeting at the residence of Caiaphas, the high priest. They were plotting how to capture him secretly and kill him. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had been healed of leprosy. So how was he seeing or hearing things about himself? Knowledge of God gives you information about your friends families, country, even the world, sometimes through dreams, so that you can intercede on their behalf. You don't always have to rush to give bad news to loved ones because you have seen them in dreams. Remember when um, Jesus got the revelation that Satan wanted to set the disciples as sweet? It was after he had prayed for them and he knew all was well, then he came over to encourage them. He said, after you have turned back to me, strengthen your brothers. He didn't tell them when he saw the revelation. He prayed for them. And when he knew that God was going to come through, he told them, okay, the Spirit of God reveals, reveals um, them to you so that you can intercede for them. And not all his revelations are meant to be shared. Some are secrets for you to keep as a friend. Many are for you to intercede for or glorify him in terms of good news. The knowledge of God brings revelations and deeper insights. This spirit is an informant whose purpose is that you remain on a leveled platform with God in relation to matters concerning you or your environment. He is the one who shows you your God-given assignments on earth. He shows you one at a time so you will end up knowing all when you have spent quality or a lifetime with him. He is the one who reveals to you why you are working at a particular place or what department to serve in in church. You will know, okay, so he is the spirit of knowing. You will just know. And when you know, you are fully convinced. Not that you think you know, meanwhile you are harboring some doubt. He never leaves anyone in doubt. You just know, okay, so you knew you should have not taken that route. Or you knew you should, you should have taken that umbrella, 
okay so you just know there are so many instances in the scriptures of jesus prophesying there were times he just knew of happenings for instance in matthew 26 verse 10 the bible says but jesus aware of this replied why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me now what prompted this response was no direct address to him in fact the disciples were discussing amongst themselves why an expensive perfume had been poured on their master when it should have been sold and the money given to the poor but the master knew he just knew as he knew in matthew 22 verse 18 um jesus knew their evil motives you hypocrites he said why are you trying to trap me he knew again in matthew 12 verse 14 15 when the pharisees called a meeting to plot how to kill jesus but jesus knew what they were planning so he left that area the spirit of knowledge is one who teaches you he's an informant so he tells you things just so you can be on a leveled platform with god i'd like to end here today um god will be going to continue um i pray that god be with you that god keep you um, that he causes his face to shine upon you and that he be gracious unto you and unto your hands as you do your your works today um have a very lovely Holy Spirit, feel day in Jesus' mighty name.